Welcome to the Digital Public Relations Podcast, covering news and trends in the digital space. Produced by the students in the Public Relations Program in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University. Hi, thanks for tuning in. My name is Nicole, and today we have Jude Anderson with us, the owner and photographer of Lovely Ink Creative. Not to be biased, but I have gotten pictures done and I've loved them. So Jude, how did you get started in all of this? So um, I originally started, my degree is in advertising with a minor in marketing, and I was working at an ad agency. I had a friend who worked at a rival ad agency, and um, she was doing weddings on the side. And one day she was like, hey, I really need an assistant. I know you have the creative eye. Would you be willing to do this with me? So um, we hung out and, you know, had a fantastic wedding day, which led to more wedding days, which led to her saying, okay, instead of just assisting me, why don't I hand you a camera and see what comes out of that? Um, So we did that for two wedding seasons. And she finally said, you know, I think you could be doing more with photography. Why don't you book some of your own weddings for next year? And I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I just enjoy spending the time with you, blah, blah, blah. So um, she really gave me the push and that confidence that I could do something like this. And pretty soon um, my photography work was equal to my advertising and marketing work. And I had to choose one. So I chose photography. That's uh, quite a jump and and quickly. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so how did you start getting your own clients? Like, I mean, obviously it helped being assistant. So you had something under your belt to prove, but how did you actually go out and get your own clients? Absolutely. So another friend of mine kind of took me under her wing. Um, she had a lot of family clients and she always had uh, mini sessions set up. So she said, why don't you come to a mini session set with me? So it's like an all day event. Basically you run them as a marathon. And um, so I got to meet all of her clients who were amazing and let me kind of shoot over her shoulders so I could try out new things, but I could also hear how she was directing them, how she was getting them to work together and to enjoy each other. Um, So it was really nice because I, I kind of got that mentorship at the same time. And while we were there, she was like, so are you ready to set up a Facebook for your business? And I was like, no, I don't know. I don't even have a business name. What am I doing? Um, And so she, you know, these two women really pushed me into where I am um, because they saw something that I maybe wasn't ready to see yet. Uh, So I'm very grateful to them. So you went from weddings to mini sessions. How did you make that crossover to boudoir shoots then? In 2018, um, boudoir was getting to be a little bit more popular, a little bit more mainstream. And I'm looking at these photos, you know, in like photography groups that I'm in and stuff like that and thinking, these are gorgeous. I love the art. I love how delicate they are, how intimate they are. I wonder if I can do these. I wonder if I have that skill set to make people comfortable, um, to, you know, make people look beautiful in this way. Um, And there are a lot of additional things that you need to consider. The majority of my other work is very much lifestyle and documentary. So I'm just kind of capturing things as they happen. Whereas boudoir is a lot more 
posed and um, very purposeful in the way that I move bodies, in the way that I use light. Um, so it really was, it was like, a, okay, let's see if I'm good at this. And I had some friends who were willing to do it, you know, just to help me model. So, um, you know, those first couple ones, they're not my best work um, for sure, but I invested in a lot of education moving off of that. I invested in understanding posing. I joined a ton of Facebook groups specifically dedicated to boudoir um, so that I could learn additional lighting, posing, um, and honestly how to talk and treat clients that made them comfortable in such an intimate space. I guess you would be talking to them differently in such a sensitive setting or where someone might be able to like feel vulnerable. Absolutely. Well, and you know, the, the big thing with boudoir that I have found is we are our own worst critics. Um, every single person, man, woman, child, you know, anyone can pick out all of the things about themselves that could be better, should be better, that they want to change. And boudoir really brings all of those things to the surface in a big way. So my job is to show you that all of those things can be beautiful, that you, as you are, exactly as you show up to my studio, are beautiful. You know, I can absolutely accept that you hate your thighs, but my job is to use the, the experience that I have in posing, lighting, and just an overall confidence building to show you that your thighs are beautiful, that your curves are sexy, that you are way more beautiful than you thought you were when you started. Nope. And I can actually uh, definitely agree with that. <laughs> Even uh, before Yay! doing the boudoir, like, uh, you know, as you said, we're our own worst critic. And of course, you know, then being a mom on top of it, you're like, oh man, I got this extra five pounds or my belly button is not centered anymore. So, <laughs> I love that that's a very it. specific one. And of course, <laughs> I already know that that flaw is there. So when you take the picture, my eyes immediately go to the flaw that I'm already insecure about. But then when somebody else sees the picture and they're like, oh, wow, these are amazing. You're like, uh, okay. But did you notice you. my belly button? Right. <laughs> Well, and isn't that wild though, because when people are able to confide in me and say, okay, these are my areas of insecurity or things that I'd like to detract from, I can absolutely take that, but I am less emotional about it. So I look at it more scientifically like, okay, the problem that we are trying to solve right now is her insecurity about her stomach. So the way to change that is light the outfit that we choose, the way that I have you pose your body, all of those little micro movements that I'm asking you to do, I am able to look at those very objectively and say, this will give her the best feeling about her stomach. Nope, that is true. And you can definitely tell as you're working and obviously the product, but I mean, there's no harm in taking the picture because we get to choose the pictures anyways afterwards. So, yes. you know, might as well just go with the flow. And then if you don't like it, leave it out of the book. Absolutely. And that's why I do the love it or pass. I don't, I don't want you to hate any of your photos, but I understand that every single person still has those insecurities. And no, I don't think that a boudoir session magically gets rid of those, but I do think that the way I see you 
rubs off on you a little bit while you're with me. So if I can help you through choosing those photos and ooh and ah over them and be like, oh my gosh, did you see how strong your XYZ looks in this while you're over here, you know, judging your belly button, you're like, ooh, I didn't notice that my shoulders look really strong. I do like this photo because now I'm focusing on my shoulders and the strength in my body, not my wonky belly button. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I am also a part of your Facebook group. So you run the Facebook group for your boudoir sessions and potential clients, past clients. I guess, how did you start that? What came first? Did you start your Facebook page and then create it as you went? Or did you start shooting and then decided, you know what, I need a separate page for this? I started shooting first. Um, in 2018. And then I started the Facebook empowerment group in the end of 2019. I said, okay, how am I going to connect with more people? And what is going to really like put me in their space? So I was like, 2020, we're about the doing now. So at the end of 2019, I made a Facebook group. Um, it's a women's empowerment group. We're here for the she's, the they's, um, so that there is a safe space for everyone. Um, you know, I don't mean to disclude men, but it, their masculine energy can really bring in a lot of additional insecurities and um, can lead to a less freeing and vulnerable space. I have different levels of um, like a model release. So if people are are willing to share with everyone, then I will share those on my external social media um, accounts. But a lot of people are only comfortable sharing with other women um, or in a, in a more secure place. Um, so I'm really grateful that our group has that understanding and everyone treats it as that super like sanctimonious place almost. Um, it's a little bit of a sanctuary for all of us. And I think definitely during um, 2020, during our quarantine, we did a lot of things to like shape that space into exactly what it is now. Um, so it's been really fun to watch it like grow and evolve um, and really kind of like niche down into these like wonderful humans that are just there for like camaraderie and love and to support each other. Yeah. And I've noticed, um, I mean, it definitely is getting bigger and bigger. Um, and I know you actually don't personally know everyone in the group. So how did you go about getting it so big? Uh, so everything that I do is very genuine. And sometimes when I use certain marketing tactics, I have to like look inward and say like, does this feel disingenuous or am I doing it with a really good purpose? And I genuinely want people who connect and people who belong to find me. So um, I do what is called a group grow every once in a while. Um, I, I encourage other people, if they're in the group, if they like what they see, absolutely please invite your friends who would also get something from this content. I know we do a lot of like fun games in there. We do a lot of like get to know you type of stuff. Um, but it's just like a fun and happy space on the internet, which, you know, especially during this last election cycle, there was not a lot of that space on the internet. So I feel like it was, it was honestly a little bit easier to grow the group because they were watching me put in this effort to make it that space. And people responded really well to that. They're like, you are right. I don't really want to be anywhere else on the internet, but this is a fun place. Um, so that I did see a lot of growth through that. 
Um, the other thing that I do is incentivize on a monthly basis basis um, to keep people engaged. So um, I do what I what's called a top contributor contest. Um, I'm really giving away a lot of marketing secrets today. Um, <laughs> So what the top contributor contest is, um, it has three basic components. Um, Facebook tracks certain things, um, certain engagements. So it is helpful to me to know who's commenting a lot, who's inviting their friends and who's actively posting. Um, so I have post approvals turned on. That way people aren't just getting spammed for the sake of being like, you know, for the sake of someone getting high in the top contributor contest. I do kind of limit those. Um, and a lot of times I'll have something going around the internet four or five people will post it at the same time or within a couple minutes of each other because they see it and they think, oh, this would be perfect in the group. So many people would love this, that kind of thing. Um, so I always try to choose the first person who posted it um, to kind of honor that top contributor contest. It is fun to have other people involved and not just me posting all day, every day. Um, so I try to get a mix of myself, other people, and it keeps it's nice because it keeps people involved. And then I guess like going off of that and um, kind of pulling in your degree, do you think you would have been able to do all that you have done without the knowledge and education of the marketing degree? That is a very good question. So my business continues through word of mouth for the most part. Um, I am very blessed that I don't have to do a ton of my own marketing because my clients really do my marketing for me. Um, I love my clients dearly and I treat them very, very well. And I think that, you know, they, they continually come back and then they bring a friend every time they come back. Um, so I'm really grateful to have that. I don't, I don't necessarily use my degree for its intended purposes, but it certainly has helped me run a small business. I do not think it would have been as easy. And I don't, I think that I developed a lot of skills during, especially specifically during my time at an ad agency. I think that helped me build a lot of the skills that now come very naturally to me, the way to connect to people, especially, especially on the business side of things. Um, you know, I was very well trained on how to set up client communications, on how to run a workflow so that I'm making sure that clients are getting every bit of communication that they need to understand. Um, specifically with boudoir and weddings, it's a big investment. It is a lot of money and it is, it, you're giving something of yourself when you have these sessions with me because they are intimate, because they do mean more. Um, and, you know, weddings, you only get one shot at those photos. You know, if the photos don't look good or if you don't know what to expect from them and they come out different than what you're expecting, I run the risk of bad reviews or an unhappy client. Same with boudoir. If you don't feel like you truly got the experience, then we have a problem and I'm not doing my job, what I'm offering, what I'm giving and what my value is to each client. And do you have plans or intentions to keep growing? Always in which I'm growing. But one of the biggest things for me was um, moving into more of a leadership role in our local creative community. Um, I just opened my second studio. I'm right in the middle of downtown Canton in the arts district. 
Um, so there are a lot of creators, a lot of artists right where I am. And I get to love what I do every single day. Well, that's great. And um, again, Jude Anderson, lovely in creative boudoir. You can look her up online on Facebook and I encourage you to do it. Thanks so much for having me, Nicole. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share, or send us your comments on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify. Find us on Twitter using the hashtag PROnlineChat. We're looking forward to hearing from you.